Hello. That excerpt that you've just heard is from a piece of music called Sanctifaction, written by Lithuanian composer Gediminas Gelgotos. I have been practicing his name for weeks, so forgive me for a moment whilst I just revel in having actually pronounced his name correctly. The same can't be said of the other person who joined me in the conversation in this podcast. It's Gediminas' lifelong friend, violinist, member of the New Ideas Chamber Orchestra, and her first name is Augusta. I cannot for the life of me even begin to pronounce her second name, so I'm sorry to say I'm not even going to try. We began our conversation with the important questions. Um, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Breakfast? What was the breakfast? Oh yeah, I had something I never eat normally. I had uh, cornflakes, you know, those Kellogg's. I'm liking the movement that you're doing for cornflakes. <laughs> is this the, the recognised <laughs> international movement for, for cornflakes? Okay, and is that the truth? Because I'm all about the truth. Is that, did you absolutely have cornflakes? Yeah. And did you have it with cold milk or warm milk? It was cold, but uh, since I don't tolerate um, cow's milk, it was almond. Oh. almond. oh, gosh. Okay. Now I'm feeling really guilty. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Uh, and what did you have for breakfast? Please, Augusta. I had the same. Did you? <laughs> okay, I'm oh. going to need a bit more than that, really. <laughs> now, you, yeah, now you should ask what, yeah. mm, Okay. <laughs> Normal cold milk. Uh, okay, uh, right. So you don't coffee, you don't have an intolerance um, for, for no, okay. I normally, I normally tolerate milk. <laughs> <laughs> normally tolerate. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you're so smiling so. at me like yeah. you don't know what I'm saying. I know, <laughs> I, I know too too good. <laughs> I know too beautiful. Okay, okay. <laughs> beautiful. Okay. Is that do we do I need to say that a lot that you're just being beautiful? Yeah, thank you. I, I feel immedi- immediately my, my ego goes boost. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Feel free to do the same with me. Um, uh, although obviously I'm not. Nice. Yeah, thank you very much. You're great. You're on fire. You are. Um, so, so the first thing that I need to know is. I don't know how to pronounce your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is actually a very old Lithuanian name, and no one, it is a struggle for foreigners to say, but I, it is Gediminas. Okay, let's take that slowly. Gediminas. Gediminas? Yes, Gediminas. Okay, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Gediminas. And your surname? Gelgotas. Gelgotas. Gediminas Gelgotas. Yeah. Okay, well... That's great, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you are Augusta. Okay, and you you have worked together for how long? It's actually twelve season because this ensemble, the New Idea Chamber Orchestra, is I started it when I was nineteen, and Augusta was uh, we were in the same class in, at school, you know, studying from the seven years. So when I got this idea to start the the ensemble of string players, she was the first pe- pe- person that I reached out, you know, and asked if she would play here and, and so that's how it was 2006 so it's now we started 12th season but the thing is that you are basically 19 now i mean you both seem very young no we are no, I'm we're 31 <laughs> are you you're, th- you're 31 yeah. one should never ask a lady no, her age no. so i won't do that <laughs> well, we're studying together so you're yeah okay. I, okay. I hope your listeners they don't count <laughs> okay well okay let's not insult the listeners <laughs> um so so how did you first meet so this was the beginning. 
we were in the same. But we know each other, each other from childhood. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were studying in the same class from seven years. I mean, when we were seven. Yeah. Yeah. So from the so first grade. From the first grade in the in this music school in Lithuania in Vilnius, and yeah. Do you remember the first thing that he said to you? Oh. Oh, that. Well, I wasn't. Tell me about much. that yeah, he moment. Wasn't, he wasn't speaking much. I okay. Mean, he was a very shy and very nice boy. I was completely opposite personality. She was very loud. <laughs> very loud, very, <laughs> very active, super active. active. So I think like a little and bit distance very, yeah. to me. So, but the first thing what he said, what I really remember, it was that, let's go for a party or something. Uh, let's <laughs> go that for was a party. That was later. That, that was later. Okay. Teenage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. okay. As though you can just dial up a party and get no, to but, it. But <laughs> one of the main things what he said to me and that really changed my life was like, you know, I want to to build a uh, chamber orchestra and I said seriously <laughs> you didn't you didn't but you didn't believe him I did but I was like you're 19 and I'm 19 we just started to study and yeah. it was like everything I was trying to understand how my study should look and what should I do there and so on and he said that we need to make a chamber orchestra so he, you were nineteen when you yeah, suggested yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. What, what possessed you? <laughs> why, why did you want to do that? No, that was very because that's quite a distinct thing. Yeah, but that's a do. simple reason. I got this. I was studying uh, at that time. I started studying composition, and I wrote a piece for a string orchestra. So usually, you know, when you're in just beginner, just like first year in academy, no one is performing your music. So you during your you know exam you just show the scores and and, and you know but I wanted to to play it to to hear how it sounds so I thought I'll call my friends and I will ask them to do it and at the same time I, I got this idea in my mind about how this orchestra could be named like New Ideas Chamber Orchestra I don't know why the, I just had this name and I see oh Nico New Ideas Chamber Orchestra so that was the beginning yeah and and I. I'd, I wasn't sure if it will last, you know, f but uh, I just wanted to perform this, my new piece when I was 19. And, and that's where we began. I sort of feel slightly embarrassed because at 19, I don't remember knowing exactly what I wanted to do, but it sounds as though actually you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I was, I was born and I'm from the musical family, my whole family. My mother is choir conductor, my father is flutist, and my f uh, brother is flutist, and sister plays oboe. Oh God! How annoying! Uh, yeah, that actually—it's <laughs> really annoying. Actually, Thank God there weren't any viola players. I mean, you know, that would yeah. be even worse. You don't—you don't have that viola player joke thing, do you? Oh, we do. Oh, you do. You oh, do. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Great. Let's bond over that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so you come from a musical family. Yeah. So you basically what you're saying basically is you didn't have any choice. No, no. From the childhood, I was told that when I was like five years. My parents told me that I will not play any musical instrument. I was really crying. I was—I'm the youngest in my family. I mean, my sister and brother are all older, and you know, because basically I was everyone I was seeing, like looking at everyone was playing some instrument. So it—it it, I felt like I'm stupid or what? Why? Why they don't give me? Play an well, so they actually actively said that you're not going to do this. They 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 wanted that <laughs> I'm sorry, I would be I'm laughing a normal. At you. Right, no, right, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. They wanted that I'm I'm a normal person, you know, lawyer or something. When right. I grew up. They needed someone with yeah, an income. Yeah, and, and yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll send him out to work. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, okay, yeah, right, yeah. right. So so from the early when I was child, I was like, you know, wanted to play some instrument, and and then I and they let me do that, and I never had another option or idea, 
what so so they told you not, I'm sorry I'm, yeah. it's all I'm all about the detail they they told you that you weren't going to play yeah. an instrument and, and then you game. kicked off did you did yes. you right I was just crying and and really very sad child you know like right. why why everyone is playing something gosh yeah that was scary that's really quite that's quite unusual I, I think I'm sorry <laughs> I'm looking at you like I'm slightly bemused um, but what was it, what was the whole thing about wanting to set up a chamber orchestra? I don't understand about what, what about wanting to set up the chamber orchestra because it oh, sounds yeah. from you, Augusta, that um, you had a really strong vision to do that at mm -hmm. nineteen. Yes. Yeah, so this is basically because I wanted my music to be performed, and I wanted to organize that because no one is playing your music when you are nineteen. You know, just you know, you write a piece and then you put it into you know on the table and forget it. No one is playing it usually. And even before that, you wrote a string quartet, string quartet and yeah. that was the first piece what I performed yeah, from yeah, you. And yeah. with my string quartet at that time, when I was studying, I had my string quartet. So, and it was amazing piece. I thought, wow, that's great music. And then when he said about this chamber orchestra, I thought that just only practically is quite difficult because you have yeah. to call all these musicians, tell about the stories, how we want to perform that music and so on. And they're asking where is go going to be the concert or something. But the idea, I, I never doubt that, that that was great. And this music has to be performed, I think. It's very, very important because we have to go with the time. We, we, we play enough of classical music. We should do something else too. Uh, what did you uh, clearly it spoke to you that music when you heard that string quartet yeah. of his I mm -hmm. keep pointing this is really not going to work in a piece of audio but I'll just carry on um, when you played that string quartet what is it that really spoke to you about it what did you describe it for me well I realise he's here, so you know I don't want to massage his ego too much. But. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't mind that he's here. <laughs> yeah, we we can always yeah, ask him to leave the that. room. If you. Yeah, this, I think that I was impressed that this music was very, very melodical, at the same time very rhythmical and complicated enough to keep your interest as a musician and mm. probably as a, for audience too. And... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed and movements were quite short, so you don't get stuck with the material. Everything was very, very interesting to work on and to play and immediately catched what he wanted. It's It was a very clear musical language and it, it sounded for me very relevant and I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I mean, he was only 90. How, how, how many years you have studied the composition? Probably it was first or second year. I don't know. So God, I'm really like going that. off you. Really yeah, annoying. really. That, that He's was, really that talented. I hate talented people. You should listen for the next pieces. They are, they are really um, amazing. I'm struck by what, how you described um, what you looked for in the music, which is, uh, which is something that I've sort of struggled with over the years in terms of um, new music, which is some, and you said something along the lines of uh, it was interesting material or it was melodic material, but there was sufficient interest in it in that it maintained your attention. Yeah. Um, uh, are you aware of that when you're writing it? Yeah, I know. This is that is, a conscious thing or is that yeah. something that just happens? This is something I, I got a lesson, but actually I don't know. At that time, I, I only later I, I, I understood, I, I was told that you have to write music in the way that the, every musician in the orchestra should be involved and interested, you know? Even if you are the second clarinet player and you, don't, you have lots of pauses, 
you, you There's have absolutely to... nothing wrong with being a second clarinet player. No, 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 I know no, that totally. from, from, from painful experience. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Not having enough to play. Yeah, player always player? being bitter about the first clarinet is getting all the solos. I've always, I've always had a problem with that. Because I just, yeah, you're nodding at me, going, "Okay, he's a bit this of a freak now." Your voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so every every line of every musician should be, you know, going somewhere, and and you have to, yeah, it's it's dynamic, a part of dynamic. The parts should be interest, interesting for performers to perform. Yeah. What have you been recording today? Because I've heard the same piece of music quite a lot today. Um, what what is it? was um, arranged by uh, our national composer Cirlonis. He was living a hundred uh, years ago. Like uh, He made this piece for a choir for, for four voices and now I also made some remake of it. Right. So we play from some, you know, <coughs> some noises and sounds and improvisation and, and then we play that melody and then we just sing the song at the end. So this is this idea. I, I wanted to record this because we're celebrating uh, the restoration, the hundred years of in, uh, restoration of uh, hundred years of independence of Lithuania, okay. Latvia, and it's Latvia. not a snappy title. It's oh, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's quite a long, yeah, yeah, quite it, a long it, title. Yeah, yeah. and it's because, this no, year. Yeah, it is okay, this year. Right. It's eighteen. Yeah. So. Um, I'm not criticizing you for, for the fact that it's no, a lot no. of problem. There's quite a lot of words to pack in <laughs> there. <laughs> really. How, how to say this? Lithuania yeah, Lithuania 100. But actually, Lithuania is much older than 100. But we say that because... Restoration of... Restoration of, of independence, yeah. not, not the independence. Okay. I have to... I'll, I'll level with you. This could... Sh- I, I may shock you, but the only thing that I know about Lithuania... Is what? Is Donny Montel. Oh, how oh, do you wow. know? <laughs> he knows. He understands. Yeah, you're not aware of Donny Montel. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Of okay. Of, co- of course you are. Yeah, he's a singer. We are yeah. a small yes. country. Is he very successful? Yes, yes. Right, right. I know him. Th- well, I don't know him. Is Let me be clear. I don't know him. I know of him through the Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. He's gone through quite a crash diet recently, I think. He's <laughs> lost quite a lot of weight. Yeah, maybe which I don't think is a good idea. But anyway, yeah. I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> so, um, so the thing that I so was—that's what you heard this piece, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that piece—it uh, sounded like a carol. It sounded like a Christmas carol. Is it? Yeah. Is there a Christmas? No, it's not. No. <laughs> okay, that's killed that it's, part it's of the conversation. Like all the Latina national songs, it's 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 a bit sad. It's a bit about war and a bit about love. And oh. Yeah, we were a very powerful country back in the like. Uh, I've also heard something that you've written to do with, uh, for a double bass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell me about that. Yeah, it's, it's a piece called uh, Sanctifaction. Is the the piece originally for a symphony orchestra, 
and I made a new version for double bass and piano. So this is what we are now. We just did a recording a few weeks ago with the great double bass player Roman Patkolo, uh, and uh, yeah, it's now it's now coming to the radio stations and everywhere. But actually, we recorded also here with Nico another version of the same piece, uh, just for strings. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a movement from my first symphony, extra cultural, and yeah, yeah, we did it yesterday also here. We actually are doing here like three and a half hours of music, 36 tracks in two days we recorded. Is that, you're smiling like that's quite normal and that you're... No, it's, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's not normal. It's Is that tiring? Normal. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been, I mean, I studied music and I played in concerts, it's, but I've never been. It's in what way is it challenging? Um, a lot of music. <laughs> normally people probably take like um, one piece and they sit in the studio for a couple of days. But we do other way around. Yeah. And how do you know when you're tired of it? Um, you mean in general? Yeah, it? yeah. So I mean, in, not, not, no, I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean life. Okay, <laughs> We've only you. got half an hour left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, in terms We've of... Uh, yeah, no. We haven't got time for <laughs> that. Um, uh, I'm just interested in the experience of recording yeah. and how actually if you're, if you're doing the same track... Um, five or six times we never get tired only muscles get tired right and what but you know sometimes it's also with the brain you know you like you just can't you know you're the con you have to yeah. be so much concentrated you know like but hmm. you try to keep your focus as, as long as you can it's very diff it's very it's very stupid actually because you know on, on stage we feel really comfortable but i think most of, of us and uh, we love being on stage but somehow when you go to recording studio it's it's much much more challenge you feel challenged and in what probably way? you want to what, what i don't like i think probably most of us we want to sound better than we are or you know you're just you're always look for this like um, perfect result is that so something to do with the deadness of the acoustic in that you know it's, yeah, it's a bit also, like you, actually and the you only thing that audience. you can hear is yourself and you don't have an audience to yeah, have any feedback yeah, no feedback and actually, we did we done once this experiment. We we had the audience in the recording studio. Few only few people, and that was and we felt much better because immediately you try to contact you know like through music with, with them. And when you're just alone, it's 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 different. I don't say that I don't like it, but it's so much different. Are you? Pl I mean, today you weren't playing; you were conducting. Or are you? I do everything. I play. Uh, okay. and I conduct and I sing and. Uh, what effect does having uh, that audience in? What effect does it have on you emotionally? I understand yeah, that it's easier, it's, but what effect is it? Much more open. I think we we are then. It's easier to remember what's the m main purpose of what we are doing. You know, when the people are sitting, you just want to reach them, and when you you do recording, it's somehow you, you sometimes you think about details and about details, mm. details, details. You know, it's it's a bit different. So, but yeah, but then there are other stuff like i i feel like we are this is the fastest way to grow professionally to record to do these sessions because you hear yourself from the distance you know you listen a lot actually and yeah you try m different things and and and, and 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 you know interpretations i get what you're saying mm. but there's an element of it that makes me think i'd be terrified by that constantly being reminded of i've just played that and and yeah. or maybe it's a reflection of my own personality maybe maybe again there's no time for that but but is it i get that it's constantly refining but also 
it's almost like a state of constant self-reflection, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, a, like a, <laughs> you said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it's really like, eagerly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very, very different from what we're doing on stage. On stage, you had that only that moment, and you just try to be there, you know, and then just go. And and if some, e- even if something is not like you expected, you just go further from that point. And on stage, and I here, and, and here you stop and you go back and you record again. And you know, it's it's. Oh, I don't want to rip my own eyes out. I just find it just really. I'd, I'd find it infuriating. I find it to a certain that's probably why I do these podcasts in the way that I do because I just think we we have one take. That's it. Uh. That's it. We're having the conversation and then it's over. Yeah. Um, I've seen videos of performances on stage and it's quite a distinct performance, isn't it? Can you tell me about Augusta? Can you tell me about the about our perf- yeah. performances? Yeah. Well, um, we really. I think as a group we really enjoy to perform all together and one of the most important things that what we feel to all together on the stage and at that very moment and what kind of connection we have all together and then what we give to the audience. I think this, this is one of the main things which makes us a little bit more special yeah, than yeah, other I musicians. agree I think <laughs> most important in, in our in our ensemble is the the connection that is between all of us because basically we are friends for and many behind years. are you all friends then yeah, did you yeah. all you yeah, all we went all are, to college yeah together. like more or less wow and yeah. you all get on you've not fallen out no <laughs> you're saying no you're not saying anything I'm, I'm saying definitely no I think I think my life has proved that okay. <laughs> since I'm uh, but that's but that's a very 19. great idea because basically um, the, the, the concept of, of, of classical let's say music performances like you get the material and you perform it in the way most accurate like most um, precise way yeah but here I think in, in our ensemble the 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 fact that we are friends and that we share some, you know, musical experiences and, and understandings together—it's more important. And then, and and I think audience feels that when we are not only working, you know, hours, some hours a in day. In our boxes, in, like, yeah. You know, we. You I men- think it's more like a band. You mentioned earlier on that um, Augusta, that, uh, or I got the impression that you play—you had played quite a lot of standard repertoire. Um, yeah, yeah, we Beethoven's all do more or less. But is there is there a sense that you prefer this experience? Definitely. This what is it that you prefer? That, that I'm leading to a particular question, um, but I'm interested in hearing first. Mm-hmm. What what is it that you prefer about this style of performance? Well, first of all, I prefer that it's uh, really high quality and really big standards. What we expect from each other and from ourselves, first of all, and the music, the repertoire, the mu- that we can play Gedimena's music, and if I would want to play standard repertoire, probably I would be a normal orchestra and be happy with it. But I find this repertoire already a bit, <laughs> how to say, well, I don't want to use the word boring, but at the moment well, you'll you find better, <laughs> better description. But you understand No, I understand what you mean. But I'm, I'm, uh, and I kind of assumed that this was the case, because when yeah. I watch the videos, I see performers smiling at one another when they're playing, which is kind of unheard of. Really? What the hell is going on there? <laughs> uh, and also, I see movement. Uh, and that's not to say that, um, I don't know how we term them, but... but more but orthodox orchestras don't move. Of course they move. 
but but there seems to be more fizz on the stage. Yeah, these movements, they're coming naturally for, for us. We just want to make this music even more clear for the audience and because we feel it. We, it's not that we think, okay, what, what could we do? Where could we turn now? And what could be different? Mm. No, it's just we, the way we feel. And this music provokes us. And it provokes our hearts and audiences' hearts. So this is amazing. This is, I think, why we all like to be here. It's, I think it's mostly because of the repertoire and because of the vibe we all feel when we play here. Am I right in saying that Lithuanians struggle with the with the letter V? V. V. Oh no, because you just said you said vibe, didn't you? Yeah. Vibe. Yes. Was that wrong? No, that's right. But you said vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I just wondered because you'd you'd mentioned you'd said a word earlier on. I'm sorry. I'm really. This is probably not very good. Uh, you'd mentioned you'd said a word earlier on with a V in it. And I thought that, that Lithuanian struggled with the wor- with the letter V, <laughs> but well, but maybe I've got that wrong. Depending I've got that wrong. on from which point you you know maybe. I'm maybe. happy that we are not J- Japanese. They cannot. Oh, yeah. Can they not? <laughs> no, they, not not about V, but they, I think they cannot say what. Uh, ver, uh, they mix up uh, R and L, L. I think. Right, <laughs> right. Is, Are you laughing at the Japanese? <laughs> is that what you're doing? Yes, at the moment. Yes. <laughs> well, this is really awkward. Um, uh, the, the question I wanted to ask you, and I feel slightly sensitive about this, but um, it's something that I need an answer for, which is um, you sort of describe it as classical music. Is it classical? How do you describe contemporary the music? Classical, yeah. Contemporary classical. What does contemporary classical mean? Well, I would say the music that is written today, more or less, like the right. years, like something like that. And and classical is the it's the instrumentation probably and okay. the and the form of performance. I mean, the spaces more or less. We are not in the clubs or we're in the concert halls or churches or you know. So I would say in this approach, yeah. And is there um, in using that term, is there a commitment? Uh, to accessibility and appeal. Does that make sense? So, does contemporary classical yeah. music does it does it also re- need to be accessible, appealing, uh, listenable to? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is what we try to do. We uh, hope we. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we hope we, we make it more reachable for people that they can. It's very uh, actually annoying that we have to label all the music, but yes. this is where are we living, you know? Because people, they, they, you know, listeners, they, they like to understand, you know, what kind of music they are going uh, yes. to the concert, you know. So I'm always also because you, you know we don't feel yourself as a classical musician or contemporary. What's that, you know? But um, who is coming up with those? Like, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I totally get it yeah. uh, because and I, and because I, I think that yeah. there's a. Um, there's a thing for as a, as a writer. I understand all of the labels, and I do inevitably. And I'm sorry, categorize things before mm. I arrive at them. I, mm. I just do yeah. that yeah, instinctively. Yeah. But there is something about being in the room with other musicians who are making that music, and when you witness them doing it, you think, "Well, this is lovely," because actually yeah. they are clearly loving what they're doing. Yeah, that's the um, problem. Is there? I know that there is a sniffiness about that that type of music in this country let's park that for a moment but is there do you experience that frustration in other countries in the world what what that 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 frustration around the terminology about uh, about the way in which the music is described? well i'm as a as a because i'm writing music yeah I, I mean there are a lot of you know interviews that i'm asked you know about which 
style of you know how you call it i i don't like this i as a composer <laughs> as a composer i like to be called minimal because my music is really minimal because you are influenced by terry riley and yeah, philip yeah, glass yeah, and yeah, other yeah. in the way out of a pert, let's say yeah yeah so and i th- the way i use the material is really like i just i don't put too much things in a piece you know i just love to develop what i get small inspirations why do you think that those other journalists and i'm sorry that i've asked a question but it's really just in order to open up the conversation um why do you think that they are asking the question about the label yeah about the yeah to be more clear to the readers i I think and and if you don't mind me asking what is it that you find frustrating about that because because there is no one answer because you can call it um modern minimal or contemporary <laughs> classical mm. <laughs> you know modern Not minimal it's a bit yeah, yeah but what's I know modern what you mean. yeah what's contemporary you know it's, how do how do you think uh augusta that that we've arrived at that because it does seem it seems utterly ridiculous that we would that we yeah. would spend, spend time, so much time to you know in order and and devote budgets to marketing you know you've written something yeah i don't know how you go about writing something but you've done it in hurrah uh, you've also provided work for your musician friends i'm how how is it that we've got to that stage that we have to that we need to categorize stuff do uh, you think first of all why do we need to categorize it where are mu- musicologists and where are they? They, they, are. they should do that. Yeah, but it's their whole no, work. No, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's then, a good point. And yes. also, <laughs> we need time distance, probably, to see what was that. I mean, now we really can distinguish what was 100 years ago, but what's happening now, we're still searching, we're yeah. still, like, every day, everything is changing very quickly. So we need probably just time distance. After 50 years, maybe our children or grandchildren, they would say, oh, yeah, they did this. That, uh, that, okay. that was called like that or whatever so I mean, you're saying in 50 maybe just maybe, a, yeah. in 50 years time I'm sorry because I believe my... that this thing will be important after yeah <laughs> also so after 50 years with a bit of distance we, we would be able to contextualize that a little easier I hope so okay because it's probably important I don't know if if journalists are asking that probably it's important to know for someone it might also be the case yeah, if journalists but, are asking it because they don't know what else to say, ask we, we can say that ourselves because it's too difficult we're too much in the soup involved yeah yeah we're too much involved no i <laughs> i think so, some of the musicians they say that oh i would like to do that too but i have no courage really <laughs> yeah sometimes i feel that because, what is that about well it's about the courage because it takes what a lot of courage to, to do something new something i'm i'm i believe you can tell more about this but um you know uh, when musicians are playing in normal orchestras, they would love to do also something more creati- creative, creative than just play in the normal orchestra established repertoire. So they say that it's a big thing what we are doing, and I think I, I can feel normally some kind of respect from them that we all managed to be together so many years. And Well, first of all, it's difficult, let's say, for a performance because, you know, you have to... It's it's for professional musicians also uh, uh, not only uh, what we like to do but it's also um, our job, hmm. their job. Uh, so yeah, there is not s- not so much you know ensembles or, or groups that can live from what they're doing. You know, it's 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 more 
uh, often that you have the workplace, like the orchestra, and then you can, you know, sometimes do something. So is that fear, is that desire for courage, do you think, something to do with um, fearing losing security? Yes. It's, it's so they see you as risk-takers? It's freelancing. It's the same as you okay. compare yes. freelancers right. and the... You know, those who has a stable it's workplace. Like going out of the comfort zone. <laughs> From <laughs> she the said, comfort laughing zone, in a slightly, you know? <laughs> slightly scary way. Um, what, uh, okay, so that's interesting. What question or what, what piece of advice would you give your younger self at the beginning of your career? Hmm. I think you should go first. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm <laughs> very interested. What, what he's going to no, say? No, let's ask you first. I mean, for myself, what, what I would yeah. say. Yeah. Like, because if you are, advice, yeah. Uh, yeah, given that you are a risk taker and people look at you and go, oh, if only I had the courage, you know, what, what advice would you give your younger self at the beginning of your career? I am not going to let this question go. <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, Isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I would say believe in your friends if you really have them and if they support you, if you also have that, the idea that you believe in, go for it. Don't be afraid. And maybe not always will be very easy, everything, <laughs> but it's worth every, every moment is worth really. And you even learn more from these like side roads mm. than from the main road. Wow. Anything else? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I get the impression that she doesn't want to talk curious. anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, yeah, you've had some time now. No, yeah, I have some more time. Yeah, no, but it's the same with me. Like I, I feel like I, I did everything uh, from today's point. I think I did everything I should do, and I, I'm very happy that I had this. Also, the courage is a very good word. I think for first of all, for for someone who is writing music or book or or doing film anything you really need to be to have courage because otherwise you will be checking what are others doing or you know you have to have this so but i i had it i think maybe i was too i would say i should be calmer you know like when i remember myself 10 years ago i was very uh, in a bad mood if something goes badly and then very very happy if something is God. But actually, how infuriating! Yeah, yeah you, should, you should look for what I think we have now today. We we can, we are able to to watch to things for a longer distance, not not like you know. So, but when I was nineteen, I was very fearful. It's called passion. And, yeah, it's passion. <laughs> it's called passion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know why true. I'm laughing in the way that I am, but it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all need this. Passion, yeah. And how have you all remained friends? Mm-hmm. Now, this is a reflection of my own cynicism because I just assume that if you spend as much time together as you do, uh, that eventually people are going to go, I really can't stand being with him. Uh, and so I'm, I'm wondering how is it that you've maintained that friendship? I mean, you've known each other for years, so yeah. how's that? Probably the same as, you know, some, some, uh, you know those who are having... Marriages, they're saying always, usually, that you have to, uh, how do you say this, nurture? Yeah, and uh, so it's the same like that. Sometimes you have to be, sometimes you have to shut up and don't say some little thing because next morning you will wake up and have another thought or, or, I mean, we have to create this. It's Mm. not like, and to be like open, open, yeah. 
How about you, Augusta? Yeah, well, we all know why we do this. And we all know why we are here all together, whatever it's good or bad things happening or easy or, or not so easy. We know why. So that keeps us together and mm. we really, and we understand each other. I don't know, it's probably because we spend a lot of time and to make music, it's not only about playing all notes, it's also mm. to feel each other, to, to feel the energy of that person, it's personality. Sometimes, sometimes it's very personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's totally. And you, you have to be intimate with that person mentally and in the heart. I think this is very important that you listen to his deepest thoughts and just you have to catch it and how can you not be friends then when you saw that they saw my weakest moments they saw my best moments so we are very close to each other is there a hierarchy what does that what oh. does it mean <laughs> this oh. is really no, uncomfortable no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, lots of people laughing in the room yeah. uh, so is there a hierarchy then Pardon? Maestro is maestro, that's uh, side note. Uh, yeah. Really? So there is? Okay. I don't understand something. <laughs> Do you not understand the question? Do you yeah, not understand yeah, no, what we, I mean, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering whether there is a... Um, uh, are, you, are you the conductor and you're ah. the player? Do you see what I mean? Is, is, yeah. there, is, that, is there that traditional uh, uh, structure, uh -huh. even if it's only implicit, is there that structure in the work that you do day to day that you would find in an orthodox traditional yeah. orchestra? Yeah, you know, I think we keep this uh, this structure a bit because it helps to work faster and, you know, some, I mean, I, I I know when we have to make a decisions about, you know, bowings and some string techniques, they, they are doing that. And sometimes when it's about planning other, I don't know, something, there's moment where I see because, but this is what professional musicians want to have when they're working some clarity. Because otherwise, everyone is speaking at the same time, at the same everything, you know. So we we have this. We have we have I think a healthy mixture of everything there. I feel as though I've put you on the spot, made you feel uncomfortable by asking that question. It wasn't intended. No. No. Okay. No. No. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have this healthy hierarchy. That's yeah. There is. Um, maestro. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a no, really? there, there, do you not like that? Do you like that term? I think no, it's really okay. Fine, okay. Because I think it's a really annoying yeah. term. Maestro. Of it's, a, it's a master. Oh, maestro. Yeah. 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 No, no, we are just. It's it's just a joke. When he calls me in the morning, I say, "Good morning, <laughs> yeah, maestro." <laughs> and I say, "Hello, concert master." Concert master. Oh, really? Is your concert master yeah, speaking? Yeah. Why is it then that you have concert masters, not leaders? Why are you a concert master, not a leader? Because I think for leaders, you need a big group. I mean, and if we have a couple of leaders, probably. Yeah. I don't know. And concert master, when we were bigger, we were 10 years ago, we were 20 people. I mean, the when the orchestra. Yeah, no. when the orchestra. Yes. Surely not suggesting he's gone yeah, through a crash, yeah. crash diet yeah. and lost he, loads he of weight. He didn't push me down, so I'm, I'm very happy. But what is it? <laughs> so, for, uh, because there is a distinction between leader of the orchestra uh, in the UK and concertmaster in the US and in Europe, are you saying that they are different roles or are they performing the same role? Again, you're looking at me that I making think me think no, that you don't understand. Because it's a very good question, but I think in, the other, in different countries you have different ways of how you name it. It's just a different label. Yeah. Okay, I'm just obsessed about labels. That's what uh, yeah, yeah, that's clearly. Really, that's clearly. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> He's confusing. so boring. He's so old. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<coughs> Finally, tell me what you are doing next in the UK. When do you finish here? You're finishing late tonight. Tonight and tomorrow we are going back to our home country. Okay, and when are you next back in the UK? Oh. <laughs> they look to the manager. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Flicking through his diary. Uh, uh, September. Yeah. And what are you doing in September? Uh, London Design Week. Oh. You're obviously not aware of that. We're <laughs> 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 okay. We are actually now going to, you know, Paris, Moscow, Tallinn in, in two weeks. China in March. You're going to China? China yeah. Have you been to China Never. before? Okay. How long are you spending in China? Just, I think, one or two concerts. So, yeah. so. Okay, is your manager going? Tell me your manager's going with you. Just ask him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. by all accounts, China's quite a scary place. Really? I know they have a different uh, listening culture. Yeah. I mean, in procedures the halls, in procedures. the really yeah, procedures. Yeah. They're, very loud. They're, They're very, very loud. They're very loud. What? Tell me about. Uh, tell me about the procedures that you're aware of for listening in China. I I don't know about this. <laughs> Is it in China that you were telling me? Yeah, yeah. My 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 colleagues, my friends were telling me that in China the the audience are very loud. They they are not aware that you have to be silent. They talk to each other. Kids are oh, running around and yeah yeah they're throwing things on the floor and so on they they don't have this european culture of of going to the concert tradition yeah. of being quiet yeah. <laughs> yeah, or being listening to the music but you know he's great in the concerts when he needs to uh to do some some peace on the audience you know we are we love these moments when some someone is uh coughing or you know sneezing or whatever in the concerts so we make even more piano bigger, everything yeah. you're waiting a little bit on the pauses and then it's <laughs> and does and that work so then totally. that, yeah, so actually so if you do that they will they will quiet yeah. down yeah, yeah, wow yeah. you're a control freak aren't you oh <laughs> yeah I, so. <laughs> I like you <laughs> thanks to Gedaminas and Augusta for uh, our conversation uh, at Real World Studios in Box near Bath. Have a look in the description field for the links to the music that's used in the podcast. If you want to get in touch with me, tweet me at thoroughlygood or email thoroughlygood at gmail.com.